Your boy Weezy Van Pelt, we out here. I guess I gotta oh, yeah, do yeah, that again. <laughs> <laughs> what up? Welcome to your morning drip. I am your host Ronan Rock. This is your host. Uh, well, now my it's not as exciting. This is your boy Weezy now, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's, it's it's been a little bit, but you know, it's good to be back in the place. Mm. Yep. How how was your weekend? Yep. Got a lot going on. Oh, okay. Yep. I, you know, it's funny. I usually see you somewhat on the weekends. I did not see you at all. Yeah. All I've been doing is... is Hustling, uh, I, hustling, yeah. hustling, hustling, hustling. And I, not even in the cool way. Not even in the cool way? No, man. Yo, I, I think I even already forgot to say this at the beginning of the show, which just shows us like our status. Make, make sure to silence your phones just in case. But, you know. My phone is... Yeah. Yeah? We good? My phone, my phone is... I think my phone... It's for the, for the life of my phone, it's probably been on make noise mode, probably for one percent. One percent of the time. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. But uh, every once in a while, it's 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 on make noise mode, but it's usually because like I know that I, I'm I'm waiting for a phone call at a moment, so I'll turn it on. Gotcha. Yeah. Or if uh or like let's say I'm going snowboarding the next morning, I. And I might not wake up. So just in case whoever's picking me up. Bro, when's the last time you went snowboarding? Uh, Did I go last season? Yeah, I think I went three times last season. You went three times? You didn't call your boy once? Yep. Yep. Forget ever calling me for basketball <laughs> or whatever other friend activities we're supposed to be doing. I didn't know that you snowboarded until, until we started talking about it this year. And you were like, how come we haven't gone snowboarding? And I said, you go snowboarding? Dude, I ran a skate shop and a snowboard shop. I owned a coffee shop. What? That's me. Last time I drank a cup of coffee was. This is this is different though. No, it's not. I actually like the said thing that I do. I like the said thing I do too. I I, I part I participated mm-hmm. with it mm-hmm. to the fullest. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna really try this episode to be under five minutes. No. Oh. S. U. You, I mean, you could you could say it. All right, in, in, say sitting up in here. I'm yeah, gonna yeah, try yeah. to you limit could, it. You could you could say it in the de- in the description. It's like, hey, what does that word mean? And then like you can't use the word in the sentence, you know. But but if you're talking about, say so you say like cookies, C O O K I E S, the things that E Weezy goes crazy for. That you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I do have one of your. Oh yeah, delicious. I don't know if we can. 
Delicious I'm, cookies. Isn't it going to get blown out? Oh, do you want me to? Well, I'm saying, you always thought you said I can't wear white. No, yeah, that works. Right there. That, <laughs> that chocolate drip. Yeah. Uh, shout out commissary. They, they they do a pretty good job at baking things. Yo, can I just say, hey, commissary, can you can you hook up uh, oatmeal raisin every once in a great while? I'll eat it, I promise. I actually, I love oatmeal raisin cookies. Oatmeal raisin cookies are my favorite cookie, and I usually get, like, destroyed about it. Like, oh, you really on some old man stuff. And I'm like, no, nah, I just... Say sure, that's fine. I'm yeah, just why not? I I the people won't call me old man because I like what I like. That's fine. You know what? I, I I recently did. I recently told your your brother that he was uh he he not he was washed, but uh what 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 do what do what did I call him? Do you remember Sam? Well, I call him Denzel Washington because he has the mannerisms of Denzel Washington to he, a T. Yeah. Uh, He's also like almost fifty years old and buff. Yeah, I was calling. Uh, I was saying that he was old. Well, he wasn't older. He's not a grown man. What was it? Uh, there's another. There's like a hip hop term or a black like culture old term. Head? Old head. That's man. what it was. Man, I was like, you're, you're, you're an old head for not remembering. It was called an old head. I'm sorry, bro. I'm a little tired. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I was like, you're an old head, and he's like, no, I'm not. And I was like, yo, if I'm washed, you're an old head. Definitely and he was just like. Man. Nah, man, nah. And then Nori, your uh, your nephew, his son was outside, and I was just like, "Hey, Nori, is your dad an old head?" And he's like, "Yeah." And then like the look that your brother Bro, gave T- him, T probably looked dejected. Dude, he yeah, looked at he, what? What is gonna be a little? That's my friend Chris. He, he's always he's always talking to me about you know how how yep, he, he, you know things were different for not? him back then. He, he Do you have your mic up? <laughs> And, and just put it in the middle. Don't put it all okay. the way up. Put it in the neutral position. Okay. Huh? Uh, I'm not sure. You have to look and, and look at the bouncing sound waves it, on there. Okay. Well, I can I can hear myself on it now. Okay. Go go ahead. T T's always talking about how he is an old head. Not not explicitly saying that, but yeah. Is it is it like when uh when like you say something about your parents or about your siblings? And then somebody else tried to say something about your siblings, and you're like, uh-uh, nah, uh-uh. It's like that. Like he can talk like, about him. He can talk about himself. He's like, yo, but, my mama super grumpy, and she don't do nothing right. And it's like, yeah, man, man your mama is super grumpy like, and don't do nothing right. What'd you say, what'd you mama? say my mama? <laughs> what? You better not be talking about fight? Mrs. Jones. Man. Nah. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Jones. Yeah. But nah, I, I just I thought it was hilarious. Your brother was just... Going after me, being like, yo, man, get ready. You got to put up them hands. We got to fight. Da, 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 da. And I was just like, are you serious? And that, for a second, I thought he was serious. He probably was serious. Uh, and then, then he let it go. But then since then, I've been just yelling out old head to him and everything else. And I was like, yo, bro, be happy that you're an old head and you're not an elder yet. Like, you, you're, you're, you're along those steps, but you, you haven't made it. And he's just like, man, I ain't an old head. I'm grown. I was like, bro, you got more salt and pepper in your beard I, than actually black hair. I think we are grown. We're grown. Yeah. We're grown. Because we're about to be over the hill. In a while. In a, in a while. But, I mean, it that, that wild, that, that, yeah, oh. that wild used to seem a lot further away. Like, the, the, the five-year span yeah. goes way quicker than it did, like, at 20, in our 20s. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So it don't yeah. feel like that yeah. long to me. Time, I'm like, time <sighs> moves exponentially after after a little bit. 
So, so young people, stay young. Stay young. Yeah. Stay crunchy. What was that? What like was that from? This camera. Uh, uh, <laughs> was that from? Uh, uh, was it Billy Madison? I, I do not remember this. Uh, I'm be honest. I can't really remember Billy Madison that much. What is it? What was the one where he uh, where he had to go back to school? Yeah, Billy, Billy, Madison. Billy Madison. Yeah. yeah. And he goes up to the kid, and the kid's like, I can't wait to be old. And he grabs him by the shoulder, and he's like, stay young. <laughs> Only thing I can remember like, about Billy Madison <laughs> is the the teacher scene in it where she's like, for every answer oh, you yeah, get right, did. I'll take off an article of clothing. And then he keeps messing up. He's like, he's like, 1492, 1493, 1494, 1807. <laughs> she just put her clothes on. Just dips. Yeah. I can't remember what that actress his name was, but I wonder what she looks like now. Yeah, I, I always blows my mind when there's like actresses or actors that we saw when we were kids, and then we see them now, and you're like, "Yo, she was so bomb back in the day." The only one Go ahead. that still looks like it to me more. Uh, I, actually, I don't know. I haven't, seen, I haven't seen Demi Moore in probably eight years. She she's not aged. Oh, she well, she, she pulled like Ashton Kutcher from uh what what. Miss, I know you know this. Who's the girl from the 70s show that he's married to now? Mina. Yeah. Melina. Was it? Mila. Mila Kunis. Melina. Talking about Mortal Kombat character. So I, I also have to do this real quick. You going to follow you, all right? No, no, no. So, Spizike. Uh-huh. He's going to get, he's just going to get a little retired for today. If I'm going to be, be my most true, authentic self. I don't know, Sam, if you can get this. Blat Owl. Black Samurai. Oh, shoot. <laughs> with a coffee cup. That's pretty Dude, good. I don't even know this dude's Stan- name. Stan- it's Stanley. Stanley. Oh, yeah, from, uh, from The Office. From The Office. That's I don't know good. what this is in reference to. I've watched like five minutes of Was The like Office. like a Halloween episode or something? I don't know, but this is this is, this is is my spirit animal. This is who I am. I'm, I'm, I'm this dude right here. So, you know, just just... For the next couple episodes, maybe just for this week. And I'm going to let you know you can do this as well if you choose to. What's the Iverson one? Bam. You know what? I looked, I've been looking for Iverson stuff for you. I'm not. I appreciate that, man. Because you know, it's, it's, you know, last episode that we did together, everyone was bringing you gifts. It's true. And I was like, you know what? I'm going I'm to treat myself. He said bring myself a show. gift. I'm going to treat myself. Hey, treat yourself. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into music news. Uh, there's like actually like a plethora of music news to go through. Let's do it. All right. This is your music drip. There's going to be some audio stuff at some point. <laughs> all right. So music drip. What's the first one, Missa? So we got De La Soul. Mm-hmm. Um, they're confirming that their catalog is heading to streamers officially in 2021. Yeah, but uh, I think so. Do you know the the whole entire story of what's going on with De La Soul right now? Barely. All right, so take me to another place. Uh, I like that. <laughs> you like that? Take me to another. That's the rest of development, though. Uh, my bad. <laughs> I was I was De La Soul. Mister Wind. It's same vibe. Same yeah. vibe. Um, but yeah. So De La. So De La has been in dispute for a couple of years now. For a while. With uh, Tommy Boy, their record, uh, their record label, and basically what ended up happening, Jesus, I was like hearing myself and tripping. Uh, 
they were in dispute with the label about getting the rights to their masters because it's that thing that's like on streaming services you already don't get a fair breakdown like a fair break of the money mm -hmm. you get like point whatever percentage of a cent for every time your song gets played and um within dealing with that with the relationship with tommy boy de la soul wanted its masters back and wanted to get the rights to release the music and it was nasty like tommy they did a whole entire campaign about hey yo tommy boy like meet us at the table let's figure this out let's make a deal that's like worth it for all of us stop using our catalog to like you know boost your money and us not see any of it and so um can you can you make sure I'm speaking on this correct, Mister? Um, I know that there's two other articles within there. Yeah, um, that seems right. And there's also a video I could pull up. Uh, yo, yeah, yeah. Let's pull up okay. that video. Let me. But uh, essentially, the streaming services are going to give. Or sorry, I'm saying that wrong. De La Soul is trying to get on the streaming services now with their master to get a better deal. And Tommy Boy is out the picture because Tommy Boy couldn't come to the table and make a fair agreement with them. So how do they, how are they just, <coughs> how are they just out the picture then? Um, I think they gave them their masters back because people were like, we're not going to stream De La, we're not going to buy De La albums, we're not going to do De La, anything De La, because you're treating De La so bad. So that's... And De La, like, kind of like Dave Chappelle when he did the thing with Comedy Central, like, hey, don't watch the Chappelle show on uh, any of these places because I'm not getting any of the money from it. That's what essentially De La Soul was doing. That All right. Yeah, let's put, uh, let me, let me give you a little volume and we can. Ooh, ooh, too much. Too little. Too much sauce. Too much sauce. Yeah, press unmute on the mic. Yeah, right there. I can't believe this. For the folks joining, man, apologies, man. I don't know what the hell's going on, man. Oh, the beginning, they're trying to get on the wind thing. On, so go ahead and just go back, a little everybody. bit forward into it. Because this is this is also how you can tell your watch when you're trying to sit up here and do a live stream with three uh, people so and you can't get it. <laughs> Yeah, keep hard. going until you see all three of them in there. All right, so yeah. Shout out. Also, shout out to my big brother, the main man, the myth, the sorry, legend, the most, sorry, sorry. one of the best DJs in the world, Maceo from De La Soul. That's, that's my man right here you in the got, corner. You got people think I'm really on Maceo standard time today. I, I know, I know. I'm fucking up. I'm fucking up. I'm fucking up. Go I think you might have heard where I left off at, so continue if you'd like me. Um, for the most part, man, I just like to echo a lot of what y'all said. Um, I want to thank Rel. I want to thank Faith. I want to thank Chris Atlas. I want to thank Julian Petty. I want to thank Michelle Bear. Um, what's her name? Karen. I want to thank Karen. I want to thank Smiles. I want to thank Trevor Baptiste. Word. I want to thank my wife, Tina names. Mason. Besides um, Karen. I want to thank <laughs> Brandon Hickson. Or Nick for sure. Word up. Yeah, I mean, we um, got it done, y'all. I mean, I'm yeah. cutting you off, Mace. Um, Continue. I'll, I'll I'll speak afterwards. Peter Peter Nas over at Master Pill. Um, I, I truly want to thank um. Yeah, can you jump? I really want to thank ahead. our constituents and. Dude, that's a lot of heads. I think screen. We all man. Word up. Yeah, we ain't gonna pull all this. We've been through a lot. We've been through a lot. Yeah, we had <laughs> tough, yeah. tough tough decision on the three of us. You know, one thing I can honestly say, you know. 
You know, when we on the when we on the same page, the magic is there. That's real. You know what I'm saying? You know, when we not on the same page, hey man, that's family trying to figure it out. That's yeah. right. My brother Maceo looking like he uh It's been a long four years. Brother. <laughs> it's been a long four years. Great, great it's great. So here, I brother. honestly want to thank God. You know, never heard that being in my life. Through force and all of this. That balayage. You know, um, uh, but anyways, I want to thank y'all. You know, I think they just, I think they they just, just they're doing now. all the thinking. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead and go to the other one. We gonna, I'm gonna have to have a conversation with uh, Fortunato. With Fortunato. No nah, man, just let him do his thing. Just, just, just thank the fans. Yeah, the fans are creep on you. Creep, creep, creep. Uh, I don't know. I'm sitting here. Keep um, grabbing. It. I'm, I want no, some man. of this cookie so I bad. Mean, you do. I could tell. Um, but no, it's uh, it's dope that they're finally getting that position back where they can have control of the music. Because right now, the same thing is kind of happening with Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill doesn't have uh the rights uh and the same perspective that she used to of miseducation of Lauren Hill. Uh, same things going on with. Most Def, where Most Def is in this point of being like, yo, I don't want to release a new Black Star album because how the music industry is, if people aren't buying my thing in the sense of like Bandcamp or something like that, I'm not going to see anything from this. And are they contract? They're like by contract, they're not allowed to release music outside of that. Outside of what? Out of the outside label? Outside of the label, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it's it's basically. The only way to get around it is kind of it's kind of like Marvel in DC. So let's say I I'm doing a movie and I bought all the rights to X Men, but uh, this other company wants to have one of the characters outside of within the X Men in their outside movie, and they did that with the Incredible Hulk. So the Incredible Hulk, when he's in the Avengers, can be in movies. When he's in a tie-in with somebody else, can be in movies. But they can't do a solo movie with the Hulk because they own the rights and that name and everything else. Got it. And so it's the same okay. thing with artists in, in this in this point. They can be like, hey, Game, you owe me four more albums. But Game and Chris Brown as the duo called Brown Game, uh, they... Man, that would be an album. <laughs> yo, they, do you, do you, have you heard Celebrations with Game and Chris Brown on it? No. It's a fire track. It's a... Mr. Can you do you mind pulling up celebrations? Uh, but yeah. Anyways, uh, if they do an album, they that can be contractually outside of it if their contract does not have any specific specifications of being like, yo, this is what it is. So it. it's a it's a it's an ugly thing for like most stuff was just like, yo, I'm not doing this. Like I'm not gonna put out an album. Get you know. People aren't going to buy the actual physical album. They're it's only going to help stream people it. customize and save. Get, you know, next to nothing on the money. But I have to pretend like I still I have a platinum selling album on yeah. streaming, but I don't have no money for it. Yeah. And. Yep. No, that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to De La Soul, um, one of my favorite groups of all time. Um, Maceo, love you, bruh. Hope you're doing well. And uh, yeah. That's a, a dope thing that's happening in music right now. Tommy Boy had to back down. All right. Yeah, play play this song real quick. Don't you have to turn, you have to turn up the volume. Let me give you a little... Oh, this song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, right there. 
Yeah, dude. Look, look. Oh, man. I, I love the song. Though. I'm not gonna lie. I just listening to it, never knowing that game was on it. I always thought that this was like. Uh, I thought that this was Bone Thugs. Because it's a uh, sample first of the month. Um, maybe that's why I feel like it's good. Uh, yeah. That, it, it literally is a sample of first of the month. It's the first of the month. Yeah. 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 But I love yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, um, yeah, you know what? Yeah, because it. Yeah, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Come on, you know they're sampling. Can we touch on this for two seconds? How weird it is to now be in a generation that all of our childhood songs that we lived and loved are now being sampled for new music, and now I feel like once again I'm an old head slash I'm washed because I'm like, man, that's just uh, that's just little Wayne and Millie spit up. Yeah, they no, saying that, the same lyrics. It's got the same hook on it. That happens with. Uh, like whenever, like when I was in, I went to Vegas and I was watching some high school basketball. Mm-hmm. I'm just like looking. I'm like, man, look all this young talent. I'm like, man, these these could be my kids. <laughs> or or I remember when I was, I think I was 19 or 20, mm-hmm. and then watching people graduate and go into the league like year a couple years younger than me, and I'm just like, no. Mm-hmm. This is only gonna get worse <laughs> every it's year. Only gonna get worse. <laughs> But yeah, all right. <clears throat> all right. So next up in music news, what we got? So um, t- a tribe called Quest. Some of their royalties Ooh. became an NFT, and they're planning on getting it back. So basically, what happened was it was sold by Music Royalties Marketplace Royalty Exchange mm-hmm. for eighty-five thousand dollars. It was auctioned off online. That's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know eighty-five thousand isn't chump change, but I mean, they would have paid eighty five thousand probably for it just to have it back. Yeah. So if, I think if they wanted to do that, right? Then I'm sure they don't want to do that. They shouldn't have to. But it's this is the thing that's like the weird. I hate NFT. I don't understand it. The, so all right. Exactly so with same. I never with, understand with the this. art, we want. I wanted to do the NFTs with uh, me actually drawing it out and be like, hey, if you get one of the big ones, you get an NFT or whatever else. But but my question is, uh, is what are you actually that owning through the TV? Um, yeah, what are you actually owning? Like, why why does it matter? What is? It's it's in the sense of like it's owning a trading card, and every. But who do you get to trade it to? You can you can sell your rights to that blockchain code of whatever it is to someone else, but it's all right. So when you think of a trading card, like what's what's the actual value? They limitedly printed this one set oh, yeah. item. Yeah, I, I I work in the world of things that don't really of things that are worth money that don't really need to be worth money. But yeah, but this this now it's within the blockchain. So it has like a specific code and everything to it that makes it be that rarity. So it's like, hey, you're the only one that has this one snippet of this code. Like you're the only one that has the NFT of this video with it turning out blue. You're the only one that has the NFT of this thing that, you know, and it just goes on like that. So I don't, I'm be honest, I don't really understand it. I know that for a very long time, or not for a very long time, for a very short time, it was the thing within the art world yeah. to do. Because they were doing it with the NFL. They were, like, selling uh, different, like, touchdowns or yeah. highlight moments. and Yeah, a lot of artists were selling. Uh, it was, like, Steve Aoki was out here selling, like, the the pieces that he's done for, like, a million dollars. But it's weird because it's, it's not like actually. it's Yeah, but you're not actually selling the said item. You're, sell, you're selling the 
image replica of that said item, which is its own original. It's it's yo. I mean, technically, you could. It's you, once again. You could, you could take a photo. Mm-hmm. You take a photo from ten different angles and sell all ten different angles, and that's ten different things. But nobody has ownership of the thing. I, I mean, I, I mean, I understand it. I understand how it works. I don't understand how it works though. Like yeah. it just, it just I think it's the same it. thing as print print art. So it's like. But then you have it. And you have that. You have a digital copy of it. Yeah. Show, show them on your phone. Look. So, so basically how it was represented or how it was presented to the people, everyone thought the hip hop group was involved. Mm-hmm. And it turned out not to be the case. And Ali Shaheed Muhammad addressed this on a lengthy Facebook post. And he said how Ed Chaplin, the owner of the music company PPX Enterprises, added an unfair clause to their agreement deal with Jive Records when they signed the label and the clause added that that he and entertainment attorney Ron Scholar would get a percentage of recording fund every time they commence to record a new album and so he was supposed to receive 15% of the group's earnings for the term of its recording contract with Zamba and Jive in return for Chaplin having negotiated the contract see this is this is the thing and this is the messed up thing about lawyers and it kind of goes back to uh when they when uh john oliver talked about uh accountants and everything else you can have like an accountant or a tax person and they charge you every single time that you talk to them yeah but they might not do stuff in your best interest or they might do stuff that they get to tack on fees for themselves and you need to get a fiduciary to handle which uh, an accountant or a tax person that's a fiduciary to handle your money because they're legally obligated to do what's in your best interest Mm -hmm. not what's in theirs and i feel like that is a thing that should be inherently done with lawyers and especially like lawyers that are discussing contracts or or labels that are discussing contracts because it just seems so it's just so messy and dirty like who do you trust and it's I know that there's been a couple of situations where people end up having the same lawyer or the their lawyers work for the same company. And so they're like, yo, how? what are we going to get the biggest money return on this from? Are we going to get it from, you know, doing right by Jay-Z or is it going to be doing right by Def Jam? All right, it's doing right by Def Jam, so let's, let's screw over Jay-Z. Yeah, didn't you have something like not in the same zone, but didn't that happen with your truck? Was it oh, the, the two insurance company that the, the oh, yeah man. you got in an accident and then the insurance company I, was the same insurance company? Yo, uh, it's uh, I don't know how much I can get into it because it's it's still out there. But wow. to to talk talk about it hypothetically, mm. uh, if you're in a situation where you have your insurance and you're having a problem with the other insurance company, like uh, whoever hit you or whatever else, and they're definitely at fault, um, that. If you can always take it back to your insurance company. So if I'm like, hey, you hit me, I'm going to use your insurance company's going to pay for my car. Yeah. But then you're acting like a jerk being like, hey, yo, some of this stuff don't look right. We ain't going to pay for none of that. And yeah, it's like, yeah. you can go like, you know what? That's good. I'm not going to use you. I'll use my own insurance company because they're supposed to have my back no matter what. And then they'll sue you later on and get all the money. Get the money back. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I might have to pay a little bit out of pocket for my deductible or whatever else, but I'd rather pay that, maybe get that back and make sure my car totally gets repaired than otherwise. It's also why you don't want to mess with uh, 
car uh, car or auto body shops that have relationships with certain insurance companies because they're like, oh, we have a great relationship and da 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 da. It's like, no, they get a kickback. They get they get so much incentive to sit up and do that. And that's like that's that's what these lawyers are in the music industry and these agents in the music industry are like they always look out for what's in their best interest not what's in the artist's best interest yeah also eighty-five thousand seems like a severe undervaluation of their catalog like in comparison bob dylan just sold his catalog for 300 million well it's not but they're not selling the catalog they're selling the nft for the catalog Well, which is even weirder i mean it's also like devalue it to me it seems like it's cheapening well it's because they've recently done this thing with the nft where they were talking about hey you can sell the rights of your nft to someone else but you don't like with nfl you don't own the broadcast rights for yeah. for that highlight clip you can't be like hey fox it. news you did x y and z with it you can't do that no um but I wonder if it's a thing that's like, yo, I can put this highlight clip on a billboard and show that because I'm not necessarily messing with the broadcasting stuff. I'm showing off my NFT like in a gallery almost setting. It's a good question. I don't know. But anyways, uh, give Tribe their stuff back and quit stealing. <laughs> quit quit anyway, stealing from our back. Yeah, quit stealing from our. Our legacy hip hop groups because nostalgia is now a thing and everyone's like, yo, we got to get on this before we miss the wave. That, it's almost like comic books, too. I mean, it seems like the like part of it is that these groups are now just that this is a platform where everybody's paying attention. So now they're like, hey, also, 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 like we've been getting screwed over. We've been getting messed around with. Yeah. We've been getting Naps played. ruined it for us. Da, 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 da. Seriously. Right. So I think this is. You know, I I just I can't imagine how many like one hit wonders or people like that who who they never have opportunities to to get on this level of like we never hear about that. It's you know? it's a it's a thing that you're right back there. Yeah, creaky chair. Man, the chair's always creaky. Yeah, they're yeah, always creaky. Uh, but so one of the one of the major things with it, uh, kind of to to wrap it up is that these artists, when they first signed their contracts, there was certain stipulations that they had to do in a certain way because of broadcasting and how how music was put out back in the day. Excuse me. Um, and, what, and now people have manipulated those into streaming rights. So it, it's a thing that's like, if you're only making money off of streaming, but yet, Streaming is wrapped up into almost like broadcast territory from your old contract of how it was done. So you don't get any streaming money because there was no streaming money to be had back in the day or you got a really oh, low percentage of it. But they didn't they didn't have it as like an option or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it it's a thing that the the radio companies are taking advantage of that situation of contracts that didn't have today's technology in place for them to realize the profit potential of situations. That's yeah. actually what they did. Uh, I think we talked about this with um, Black Widow, the movie. So Black Widow in her contract gets a certain percentage of all the box office sales because she's done so many of the movies and she's earned it at this point. 
But since Disney streamed it on their own platform and didn't get those box office sales, she mixed it out on potentially 60 to $120 million within, within the sales. And she has to sue Disney now to get them. And it's like, that wasn't an option when she originally put out her contract. There wasn't no simulcasting movies in movie theaters and in box offices for her to make that revenue. Yep. So, yeah, it's nuts. Uh, that sucks. What 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 we got up next, Missa? So, Steve Zumbi Gangs, prolific yeah. MC of the Bay Area from Zion I. He's unfortunately passed at age 49 due to there's conflicting information but it sounds like covid complications some people were saying that he was hesitant to get the vaccine um other people are saying that he died of an asthma attack while he in the hospital while he was recovering from covid just a couple different stories but yeah um it's first off i want to give give this human being their respects um i listened to zion i as a kid uh, I went right down to 360 vinyl that used to be down here on the block here in Chinatown. Um, and I got like the man's autograph. I remember I didn't really understand the Zionite group. It's, it's, uh, I was a little, I've been a little confused too. Uh, Zuby and then Amp Live. And I always thought he, him being the MC, was Zion. And then the other I was <laughs> Amp Live. He was just called I. So I, when I first met him, I was like, so great to meet you. I love your production. Da 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 da. This is Amp Live. I was like, my bad. I look like an idiot. I promise I do actually listen to your music. How old were you? Uh, I was probably like 17, 18 at that point. Yeah. So it was like maybe even a little bit long, younger than that. Um, can't you can't you can't be mad at that? No, nah, man. Like, you I, I didn't read liner notes unlike our our big homie Kenny Fresh that reads every liner note ever in the history of existence. <laughs> um, I, I, I just felt like that was Nori. I feel like Nori somewhat has a little bit of the spirit animal of Kenny Fresh in him. <laughs> I can, I see, can that. see that, actually, yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Um, but, yeah, uh, can you pull up the, the IG photo real quick? Yeah. All right, so this is back in the day when I had all the dreads. Can, can you somewhat make it full screen so people don't need to know what apps mm-hmm. I got? Just It's the green button right up here. It's really small up here. Sorry. It's like, (laughs) it's okay. I got patience, but yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Zuby came to one of the last parties that we did called the fix, um, back in the day. It's like in 2015. Right. Um, but yeah. And came through, I, I gotta be honest, was the nicest guy. Like I already met him before when I was a kid. He came to the show. I don't know why he came to the show, but he he showed up. I know why, because it was one of the dopest parties, hip-hop parties Portland's ever had. Uh, but he came through, hung out, took this photo with us, asked us to take a photo so he could post it. And, yo, man, it was so dope. And then after that, like, you know how people, like, you'll follow people online, but you really won't say or do anything or kind of communicate? Bruh, actually, like, Liked posts, commented on stuff like, man, good show. Oh, da, 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 cool. da, da. And I was yeah. just like, yo, dude, you're one of my it was one of those few instances where it was like one of my heroes actually lived up to what I thought they were oh, as cool. a human being. Yeah. And it doesn't happen that often. It doesn't. I just want to I just want to give the man's roses. He he was an amazing artist. 
um, a true talent from the Bay Area, really did his stuff, represented the West Coast well. And um, it's a sad situation that he's gone. Uh, whether Whatever the situations are with, with COVID within this, um, to just take this as a, a moment to realize, just go get vaxxed. Like, even if you don't believe it's the miracle cure or, of COVID or whatever else, uh, take 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 a moment to protect yourself and just to take some precaution in life because you don't you don't know how it's gonna hit you. I definitely didn't think that this brother was gonna be gone. Um, yeah. All right. What's 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 up next? You can you can flip it back to the other screen. Yeah. Yeah. So now Lupe Fiasco attempted to um, call me. To call you? He attempted to call me. He attempted to call. Oh, okay. he's right. He's. I'm just kidding. Oh, did he get the I'm call? Just kidding. No. Um. So he tried to record a 10 song album within 24 hours from scratch. Um. He s- did not succeed, but he he tried. <laughs> he. So how many how many tracks did he get through? Does it say? So he had a tweet. Yeah, he said he had one song in, nine to go, eight to go, seven to go. And he kept. Let's look at eight. the time frames on these, because one of the it said five a.m. seven yeah. to go, <laughs> and then then go to the next one, because he looked like he took one heck of a nap, and then it's like five p.m. <laughs> <laughs> He's really trying. Wow, like this this was one minute after the next one. Yo, maybe if you would stop looking for memes and would have got back in the booth. <laughs> yeah, really. Man, he he took he spent a solid like ten minutes, four minutes. No, it was like four minutes. Okay. Uh, how many songs he had left to answer? Five, meaning we was only able to complete an additional two songs in the span of thirteen plus hours. Oh, he he fell all the way asleep. Yeah, he said, "How many left?" Five. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, what, wait, wait, wait. I want to see this, whatever this <laughs> video is real quick. Is he wearing Crocs? See, that was his first mistake. That yeah, was his no, first those, and those last mistake. Those aren't Crocs. Those aren't Crocs? No, those are just, those are just Mandals. <laughs> Can we please have a brand called Mandals? <laughs> you never heard of people, anybody say Mandals before? No, I've never oh, really? heard of that in my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and then he officially called it. Yo. So the, the he made some crazy damage, but the deadline got the best of him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, th- I feel this is a self-imposed deadline. Mm-hmm. It 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 was, <laughs> it definitely was. Man, all right. Hey, shout out to Lupe for attempting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, why not? But this this is my only thing with Lupe. Take longer to make music, just in general. Even with the the cool and lasers and whatever other album he had after Food and Liquor, take longer to make albums. We're um, not, we're not gonna get on Lupe like we did last week. That's, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, because uh, you know what, I liked first and fifteenth. I liked it as a potential new, uh, new uh, label, whatever you want to call it, new sector within music. I was, I was very much looking forward to that because, I mean, and Sam, you can you can pipe in on this if you want. Um, what is another major group out of Chicago? Like a legacy standing, like label, like a bad boy, like a like an NWA. What what is that that exists from Chicago? I mean, there's no real groups or like black groups really that I can think of. 
Like, would you even consider good music to be something like that? Good music is like the closest thing I could think of. Uh, is Mister? Are you trying to see if his mic's on? I'm trying to do the Mac Mini display, and it's like this big. <laughs> we're trying to like drag it over. It's who it's hard. Hey, we we we're gonna figure out some monitor stuff for you over there. I I got you. Yeah, I'm gonna um, play videos on that. Um. So yeah. Uh. I I just really uh I respect the attempt. You know, it takes it takes tries to make good hip hop, and. You know, maybe we just get one classic song out of the whatever he made. I'm happy with that. So shout out to Lupe Fiasco. He's, he's putting in work. Okay. It's more work than I put in the booth. I mean, I'll buy my it. album coming soon. Buy my album coming soon. 2022? Yeah, 2020-ish. Ish? Yeah, 2020-ish. I mean, isn't you mean all the 2020s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it sounds like you meant 2020 ish like 2021 yeah, yeah, yeah. 2019 yeah yeah yeah. and now we're in 2022 yeah. so i feel like you gotta say 22 ish no this is a 2020 ish it's still fine all right whatever you say, whatever you say all right what what do we have up next I'm trying to get the mac mini display though. okay you just do it on the i pizzle well not for a video because then you can't hear it right you can't hear it you just have to turn up that the one that is the uh usb looking one. Oh, okay well then let's do that well Okay, so you can test it out and see if it works. We have ASAP Rocky and ASAP Ferg freestyle over a Kanye beat. And make sure you hit the unmute or whatever on the actual. Uh, no. I thought we couldn't get it to work last time. All right, maybe we couldn't try it. Try it. Try it on the Mac Mini. Okay. Um. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I'll did, say this. Did you watch it already? I have not. I mean, honestly, you can just bring it up right here. But uh, who? who's your favorite ASAP member? Ferg. Same. I'm going to be honest. Besides Rocky and Ferg, and I know. Should, should we tell the story? There's a story? Of us and the mob? Oh, if you want to. But, I mean, this is a super short story. It, it is it a super short story. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So for 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 all of you listeners out there, we had an opportunity to have uh, some of the members of uh, the ASAP mob come on the show. And um, it did not happen, I'm guessing, as, as rappers do get. They get studio time. They get busy within doing stuff. They were doing an in-store. The only sad thing is they're literally doing an in-store down the street. It was like the, across the street. Yeah, it was yeah. across. It was across the street, and uh, we should have did it when when they they got done with their first day, and I and they're just like, yeah, man, like let's just go do it right now. And I was like, ah, I don't got the team with me. We don't got nothing. Like, I don't know if we can really do this. Let's let's save it for the next day. And then the next day, you know, they probably went out and explored all of uh, Portland's. Um, Restaurants. Lovely, rest yeah, restaurants, Bar bars and restaurants, bars and restaurants. Yes, yeah. um, the fine dining and the yeah. cuisine that we have in Portland—that's what we're known for, because uh, we're a food city. We are a food city. Rip city and something else. Food uh, city. Food city. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And anyways, uh, I'm sure they enjoyed themselves, and you know, 
Still shout out to them. Shout out to ASAP Ant and the rest of the crew. Uh, I mean, the but the ask for them was not in the morning, was it? It was in the morning because that's the only time that they had. Because homie had to get a tattoo, and they were trying to bring they they were trying to bring like four people in here, and I was like, Yo, wasn't it like eleven? Yeah, that's not the morning for rapper time. It is. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Hey. So we got the beat. Yo, the funny thing is, my my thing is to tell if it's morning or not. I'm like, can you still get a McDonald's breakfast right now? If you can't, then it's not the morning anymore. (laughs) Did they stop serving breakfast all day? Uh, yeah, yeah, it, they stop. It, it stops at ten thirty. You can still get the egg oh, McMuffin really? all day, but you can't get oh. any of the other breakfast stuff. I don't want pancakes from McDonald's at. No, but anyway. I want the McGriddle. Yeah, I thought they were still doing that. Yo, dude. Yeah, I actually switch been. out the the egg McMuffin all day with the McGriddle all day. That's what you need to be doing, and at least make it the sausage egg McMuffin, which I believe it is because it's fire. Do you say at least do this, which I believe you do? Well, I don't know. It's like McDonald's shake machine. Sometimes it's on, sometimes it's oh, not. Oh, did you hear? Did, did we talk about this already? The company. So there's a company that, uh, it's a company that makes the the machines, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then there's another company that made a small device that helps the employees fix the machines faster. Yeah, because they have to. It's like it's very expensive, and yeah. it takes a lot of time to get. Yeah. It's like the elevator here. Yep. So they have to. So they had to continue to call the original manufacturer all the time to fix the machine. This other company that made the fixing piece uh, is like, hey, McDonald's, you guys should sue them because they are purposefully making this thing break so that you have to call them all the time and, and get it fixed and get it repaired. Yeah. Yeah. And now McDonald's is suing that company. Yo, <laughs> these ice machines. The, the ice cream machines. It, it's I found this out like a couple days ago. But so. they had some weird contract when they first did it that made it so they made um it was like some ridiculous deal. Yeah, it's and, probably some exclusive. We're yeah, the only yeah, ones who make, make the, your ice cream from here into perpetuity. Yeah. yeah, and uh yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Does does wait? All right, question. Hands down, who has the best milkshakes in the game? Uh, fast food. The fast food Sonic doesn't count. Why? That's cheap, man. No, it's not. That's like who's you the best. Ba- be- who's the best basketball team in the nineties? It's the Bulls. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I'll take that. I'll give you your one Bulls uh, knowledgeable piece. Yeah, but the, but they still. You can't say that they don't exist. You can't take them out. I'm, I'm taking them out so we can actually have a conversation about it. But that's part of the conversation. All right, fine. But but so- you know Sonic what? is the greatest. Who's I'll getting second place? Rallies. Who know what that or is? Checkers. You know what I feel like is Shake Shack is it's fine. Is yeah. I'm like, how are you gonna name your business after the one thing you do subpar? Shake Shack shakes are kind of bland. Yo, I don't. They're fine. You, you know like, who actually I mean, has a fire milkshake? Rallies. McDonald's is okay. They have good milkshakes. They're I, I give them a solid okay. I'm 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 gonna Florida say it's not a milkshake. It's more like a blizzard. It's 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 blasphemy to go there, where I'm from. But sometimes blasphemy tastes good. Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A got that peach. Oh yeah, the peach. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A peach joint. Spot. Yeah, but I'm I'm once again gonna say I stand with my LGBT brothers and sisters. Sometimes you gotta taste that blasphemy. Sometimes you got you gotta, you know, it's okay. I'm gonna let you say. It. I'm not saying nothing. Yo, hey, I'm let, let, reading these books. I'm just sitting up here, <laughs> minding my business. You know, and the thing is, you you know, 
they have so many black employees there and and i know in my heart i know in my heart chick-fil-a's owners are racist i know it i don't even know anything about them i couldn't tell you if they white black or other i'm, I'm willing to believe that they're white because the, especially how the font looks it looks very southern kfc ish and i'm like mm, y'all said the n-word once uh, allegedly <laughs> you know who knows i'm pretty sure it's a lot of people confirmed that we know that said the n-word hmm? confirmed it's a white man he's white and very old yeah yeah, yeah, he's like. Hey, decrepit. pull up, a, pull up a picture of him real quick. I want yeah. to see. Is he? Does he look like Colonel Sanders? That would be hilarious no, if no. the dude from Chick Fil A looked like Colonel you, Sanders. Wait till you see. You're gonna be like, oh, is, is yeah. that bad? Oh he's, no, he's not. He's you not also a, can switch the the screen back on. He, he's not a handsome individual. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, did you know that the one? I believe it's the one inside the Falcons arena. Uh, is the only Ooh. yeah yeah <laughs> yo why has he got all that stuff surrounding his face but then it's not on his face it's like liver, liver yo is that what happens when you eat Chick Fil A for that long look at them nose hairs right, I like how it kept moving <laughs> <laughs> like all up in here all up in here uh yeah um yeah, that that's 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 Colonel Sanders' grandpa right there. Yeah, the the one inside like the Falcons Arena, which I believe is the, uh, which I believe is the Mercedes Benz, Ooh. the one where Kanye was napping in, for hey, a while. Looking like he in prison in the back. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. That's the that's like the only place where Chick Fil A is uh, is open on Sunday. <laughs> to be fair, that was the founder, um, and this is the owner, this, this guy's the, the owner. Yeah. <laughs> He does look like. <laughs> oh, it's his son. Yeah, that makes that, sense. That guy right there, <laughs> new yeah. Chick Fil A owner, yeah. to kick out the only black employee that was in leadership. <laughs> that's what. It, that's it. We don't see the rest of it, but I'm willing to believe that's what it says. Wow. Look at him getting getting a shake. Oh man. You know, you know what happened with. I'm I'm gonna go there. But they're just enjoying the milkshake anyway. What's next? We yeah. What's up? Are you talking into the mic? <laughs> there, there, there was a, there was a commercial that they recently did with like the only black Chick Fil A employee and like his this like friendship that he developed with this like white guy who had like broken his leg. It it was an actual commercial. I don't know if that's like the. Did they try to ob Barack Obama with the beers with the cop and the the black guy? Is that what they're trying to? Never seen it. Oh, you didn't. I can't remember exactly what the situation was, but there's some situation where a cop did something wrong to a black person and Barack Obama took them both out for beers. And they're just like, <laughs> out of all the things you could be doing to sit up here and deal with racism within the world and everything else. Listen, and you being president. No, it's not. That, that is the fourth one. Yeah. You've he, been over there. Night, night. And How many? <laughs> hey, 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 I'm still you under said, five. You said five. You're still under five. It's gonna be real hard. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyways, what what what's the what's the next one we got up? I'll play the beat. Give me the beat. I don't know how that. You gotta unmute the thing too. <laughs> Calling me out. You don't even do your. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
off you. It's the alien. It's the monster, and I don't know what to say to them. I got paid again. I was late again. Had a faded then. And I was faded then. Well, fuck it then. Got a gun. Above you like I and like the Lord, man. Tell the bitch suck my fucking long golden sword. Swore the Lord, I said it before. Man, curious like George, I fuck your bra when I'm bored. Never gave a fuck about shit I can't afford. I just get it and I explore it and then ignore it until the day came when I got a chance so advanced and I bought what I wanted from my pants. Never on the low in the stand, I don't dance in the club by the door with my gun by my head. I, I like that it's like uh, I can't remember the rapper's name, uh, but the rapper that was like the, be a verg? Uh, the the Khaled songs like yeah 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 da, 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 da. well anyways basically what happens is uh, the dude never gets to do his verse he's just doing ad libs oh, on the song while the other guys going that's what I feel like just happened to Ferg right man, there that, hap- that happened in uh, the in that Chappelle episode where they're freestyling in the uh in the barbershop. Look look at David over here. Which David? Oh, oh god, he got the he hold, on, pink, hold on. He over there holding pinkies. He's looking like he knows he's about to have to come in here. Then say, hey, hey yo, Pinky. Hey yo, David, where my money at? You didn't hear anything? He definitely answered you. No, I heard him. Oh. You're like, you didn't get it? Um, <laughs> That's going to be my favorite thing to do during this show is just yell out at random people. I wish they you know what? I might get an intercom system. In <laughs> That's why I locked the door. It's all good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we got next? Are we ready for some drip? Uh-oh. What kind of drip? Fashion drip. Oh, shoe drip. There's there every everything is has drip in it. <laughs> so I'm like, what's your drip? <laughs> Dripping up in here. Oh yeah, uh yeah. What's up? So Ned that might Flanders. be what it's called. Dripping up in here, man. Yeah. That's just your. That's your. What? What's going on? Oh. So. Oh, it's okay. Do the picture in picture. There's a button on there. So. Pip. Scotty. Pippin. You should be able to see it on the actual screen. It said, uh, it just put it to the still. Yeah, because you have to press the button. Oh, never mind. Just just leave it out. Just put it Anyways, on the first camera. Neff Landers got his own shoe. Shout out to Adidas. This is his shoe. Oh, hey, real <laughs> boat shoe vibes. This reminds me of, uh, oh, what was the shoe called? It's My bad, Isai. Go ahead, sorry. Thinking of? No, it was no, it's a Nike one. Left-handers rule. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I feel like this is the only shoe that Kenny Fresh would wear from Adidas or Nike. That's why I sent it to him. But that was a good I'm, shoe. I'm gonna be, I'm be a hundred percent honest. This is so ugly. <laughs> Nah, so man, it's ugly. Got, it's got them. It's got them boat shoe vibes. Yeah. I hate boat shoes. I hate any oh, okay. any shoe that has that weird lip thing to it. I'm like, nah, man. But them loafer levels. Yo, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Leave leave that to my indigenous people. They're the only people that can rock that, and they rocked it well. It doesn't need to continue on to anything else. That's why I feel like the shoes that they used to show, like like moccasins. <laughs> sure, whatever. That's that's the shoes that they show, like you know. That those shoes are cultural appropriation. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yo, Ned. Ned, you colonizer. Why are you stealing from my people? Don't you love The Simpsons? Um, I enjoy The Simpsons. Oh, I thought that was one of your. You like all them shows, all them, all them cartoon, adult shows. I mean, I love The Simpsons when I was a kid. You know, I, 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 the the now seasons of it are garbage. Oh yeah, I mean that keeps happening with all those things. Any any of the now seasons of something that's been. Oh, I'm like, name, name one shoe or one one show that uh, like the seasons now are still good. South Park, they're still good. Yeah, South Park keeps raising the bar because oh, they can do stuff those, immediately. Which is one of those adult shows, the cartoons that you like. What? I think a lot of them are running. Remember, I just said you 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 like all those adult shows that are cartoons. <laughs> I just said it. I don't even understand. I, you, it, it feels like you asked me this most simple thing, but it's like the Matrix. So it's it's. Was that Matrixy? You you Matrixy me in the mind for a second. Okay. I couldn't I couldn't process. Oh, that's all right. My inputs weren't outputting. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know that I thought that she was. I thought it was. I thought it was uh, not to reuse the word that you already used and I'm using it in a different way of using the word. I thought that the shoe was appropriate. You're slightly correct. No. <laughs> you think that that shoe wasn't fitting for what? Like no. If he All had right, a look, shoe, go back to the shoe real quick. If, if Ned Flanders had a shoe, what would, especially with a sports company, Adidas, what mm -hmm. would it look like? I think that they should have went totally left field and not did a shoe at all. They should have did a sandal because I feel like a sandal sock combination would have more encompassed Ned Flander. What does he wear in the show? Uh, I think he just wear like most of the characters just wear black shoes. Like it's just a black, just very simple silhouette. His might be brown, but uh, no, those those are and, and I don't get go, the pink on the inside. I don't get the pink either, but go go back over. Does it have to do with his clothes? Oh, the, oh, the, the pink shirt line. under. Yeah. I didn't remember. Got the collar and the collar. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I get it, but um, I also would have took it in a different shoe. No, th this is like a new construction. I know. I get. I get it. I get the whole thing of it, except for that they use existing tooling from a skate shoe. It looks like. Yeah. I'm... Speaking right. of things like tooling. And other technical yes. things. Let me go back. I had it up. Yeah. So, um, uh, did you ever see the video of when Zion Williamson? Do you know who Zion Williamson is? Uh, no, but uh, I, I, I think I know what you're referring. Okay. To. So he plays for the Pelicans, and this is uh, that's a team. Yeah, New Orleans. <laughs> yep. That is the worst. But their logo is actually fire. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna look up this Pelican. No. Yeah, look it up, New Orleans Pelicans. Um, Hornets. Oh no! Automatic disqualification. I'm happy. I'm not happy, but automatic Hornets were the, were tight. Yeah, but they came from that was from North Carolina. Yeah, so they needed to go. They needed to go back. It was from Charlotte, and Charlotte was about to have another team. I don't know. I don't know exactly the way that just, it worked out, but they happened. needed a new team name. So. Uh, back in 2019, mm -hmm. actually, uh, oh, I'm sorry, back in yeah. 2019 or 2020? You said 2019 in the notes. Yep. Okay, I think it was 2019. Um, yeah, yeah, because that's when I went to D.C. Uh, I was actually at a, I was at the uh, African-American Footwear Forum mm. during, um, during March Madness, 
uh, it was like just at the beginning of, sorry, like during the college playoffs, like right before it was about to go. Anyway, uh, Duke versus UNC. Obama is at the game on the sideline. Mm -hmm. Zion Williamson, highest rated player to come out of sports in a long time. Okay. Since like since LeBron and probably bigger than LeBron because they've been watching him since he was like 12. Yeah. So Duke versus UNC. Obama's a huge uh, UNC fan. Um, and they're sitting on the sidelines. And uh, like minutes into the game, Zion goes to make a pivot uh, at the top of the at the top of the key. And uh, can you play the video, please? It doesn't. It doesn't need sound. Zion goes to make a pivot at the top. Uh, oh, no, 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 not this one. Not this one. Sorry, I thought we. I think it, there should be one that was just before it. Um, and the shoe blows out. Blows and, uh, all the way out. Blows all the way out. Like his foot was out, and he actually uh, ended up like getting a knee sprain, and all this stuff. Which then uh, I believe I don't remember if Duke lost that game or not, but it was a really big deal. Like, look, so he, he does the, he goes to uh, do, like, the, the pivot move. Shoe blows out. Knee busts wide open. Uh, so I was at the, since I was at the African-American Footwear Forum, we were watching this on a projector. And this is, like, hundreds of footwear professionals. And we're all like, man, so-and-so's on a call right now. This person just got in trouble. Why does he have a shoe, blah, blah, blah. So really what I'm here to talk about today not to go into a whole bunch of other like footwear related because mm -hmm. it's just not really necessary. Because um, I thought that this would be a good opportunity to talk about just shoes in general. Mm -hmm. And so I want to go into the difference between, oh, oh, I'm sorry. So now, fast forward, uh, NBA Summer League taking place in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And uh, I forget this dude's name. It's some Shawnee Brown, I believe, mm -hmm. um, playing in the, the Zoom Zion 1. Zion's first shoe, uh, gonna make that video uh, play. Does the same move, busts his shoe open. So Zion was in the PG 1.2.5, I believe, which was, you know, everybody gets mad because they're like, he should have been in a different shoe. Why was he in this old shoe? Blah, blah, blah. But players, athletes are superstitious. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times the shoes that are made for athletes are made differently Wait, than what. That's his, that's his. No, no, no. I, I know, I know. I thought he was about to just keep playing. Oh no! Nah. Like, why are you still on the court, bro? Go sit on the bench and go handle your stuff. No, no, no. So look, you can see the the shoe breaks like a long, long time ago. So this happens because of uh, what is called uh, shear force. Your foot actually needs to come off of the footbed a little bit whenever you are making a move. If your foot stays, like if the shoe actually, like people say, oh, I need ankle protection. I need the most lockdown I can get. If your foot is to stay on that footbed, you're either gonna get, you're either gonna break or sprain your ankle low or high, depending on if the shoe is a high top or a low top. Your foot needs to slide. Usually, your foot comes about fifty percent because it has the movement within it. Yes. So, so in order when breaking is taking place, your shoe is gonna slide and then engage, and then the energy comes back, right? And that's you know, so that's like uh, when you see people like cut really quickly, their foot actually is sliding in there. Yeah, it's called the Big Shiner effect. The big Shauna? Big Sean effect. They what? They move, but they bounce back? They bounce okay, back. Okay, I, see <laughs> uh, I was like, Big Shauna? I was like, Shauna from DTP? Uh, anyway, it, yep. Uh, so so your, your foot needs to come off the footbed. Mm -hmm. But in cases like this, uh, a lot of times, can you just uh, put, the, put the still up of the first, uh, vi or this first photo from Zion's foot? Um, so here... 
what a lot of people thought was that the shoe actually just like came apart or what what we would call so this is the jordan 11 this is actually from 96 so this is a pair that's very very close to uh falling apart mm. um what often happens is the shoe that gum sole like, yeah it turns it out so, hard gum yeah uh the the glue glue or uh cement can uh, what we call delaminate which is where it actually comes apart mm-hmm. uh lamination the same way if you like laminate something in pla- like in paper inside plastic it's just when it's like bonded together okay so the shoe can can delam which is what this is so all this just and this is back when they used to make a real carbon fiber and, the, and it was actually like a full plate but all this just delaminated the glue just came apart this is called delaming this though is called busting wide open <laughs> Busting wide open and on the floor. (laughs) So, so this is actually what most likely happened is that the upper, which is this part, Mm -hmm. the upper, midsole, outsole. So, what most likely happened is the the upper uh, was either not cemented well, or because Zion is so big, he probably was working it loose. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, athletes and and also these shoes we call PEs, player edition. A lot of times PEs are sent directly from the factory to the athlete and they're made one off in a sample room. Um, so so even if we were to go back to that Zion shoe, if if we, I believe, I, I don't know exactly how that Zion one is made, but it, when you see in the video, there's like a, a big piece of like material mm-hmm. that looked like, like a footbed size that I think is a complete carbon fiber shank. Or a complete plastic shank, but I don't know if it's because that athlete, his foot specifically needs it. Uh, go back to the beginning, please, um, if you can. Look like he hurt his pinky toe. He probably did. Um, so when his when his foot first comes out of there, uh, yeah, you see like that piece that's like hanging off. I believe that is actually the. It's either a shank because of how stiff it looks. I don't think it's a sock liner like the insole. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, again, it looks like the same thing happened on the Zion shoe, but Zion's actual because the because the foam was glued to the upper very well, but it wasn't. Yeah, see, I, c- I can't tell if that's rubber. It looks like it's in the middle, and I don't think it's an airbag. I, I can't tell. Um, I can tell it's not an airbag. It looked like it had a four foot bag though. Does it? You don't want to battle me with this one. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> So yeah. Anyway, I just when when we when these type of things happen, I was like, you know what? I could talk about it, but then I I was like, I guess we should talk in detail about what actually happened. Dude, I what I really want to do right now is I want to overhead camera just to watch you do do some coach drawing. Oh yeah, I'm with like the arrows. I'm like, as you can the, see here, as he made the V cut, <laughs> was saying he was playing a zone defense. <laughs> he's like the the, the, the half court. His his footbed went left, but he went right. <laughs> yeah. The sheer forces. Mm, the sheared, the actual sheared guard inside the shoe. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's, no. all, that's all I got for, uh, for for fashion and whatnot today. I was like, you know what? We're going to take this moment to to, to, con- to science it up. Dude, uh, X's and O's. Uh, all right. So what what do we have next, Missa? What the, uh, I thought you thought that, that was going to be tight. I said, all right. So the census for the first time ever, the U.S. sees unprecedented uh, multiracial growth. Get you Capital One. We don't like you. Yeah. Huge decline in white population for the first time in history. 
what 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 is a huge decline? Oh oh, I think she's she's got some some messaging about it. So let's let's go ahead and hear. So the white non-Hispanic population. Well, hold on, hold on. Play play the. There's a video playing up top. Oh, uh, let's see I'll what have to she. Change it over to the Mac Mini Three then. Uh, oh. <laughs> no anyways, more iPad for you. Yeah, but anyways, um. I know what that So the white was. non-Hispanic <laughs> population without another race decreased by 8.6 percent since 2010, according to the new data in 2020 census. Uh, the U.S. is now 57.8 percent white, 18.7 percent Hispanic. 12.4% black and only 6% Asian. Mm. It can mm -hmm. be attributed to this survey. It says that the white non-Hispanic population is the largest racial group in the U.S. So, so how how much did the white percentage go down? 8.6. 8.6%. So from 20, 2010 to 2020. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I wonder how much that has to do with mixed race and do and do they still qualify that as being because back in the day it used to be if you have one percent black in you or sorry one drop of black blood in you you're black but i think that later on as time went on it became a thing that if if you just were white passing like you know after like two generations you're white again well, it's also how people identify themselves because you fill it out on the census. Yeah, because you got to fill out the census yourself. Yeah. So it's like, do you identify as both? Then I think, would it be what? half point? <laughs> I don't know how that part works. Mm, I, I see it because I, I, I see it within my son because my son's half white. Um, that the, if he had another child and, or if he had a child and happened to have a white partner, that the erasure of, my looks within his within his uh his lineage would maybe disappear and i i sometimes wonder then how do we define that because that was only to quote dave Chappelle two people ago um <laughs> yeah so like when you have that is that person still is that person still considered black even though they d might not consider themselves so this says in 2020, 33.8 million reported being more than one race, um, which is threefold increase from 2010, when not only 9 million people, or about 2.9% of the population, ident identified that way. So that's a lot more to see 9 million versus now 33.8 million. Well, I think that also, once again, goes back to the situation of, and you, I'll let you speak on this, but uh, of the, I'm going to call it the Kardashian effect. In, in recent here years, uh, maybe the Mariah effect, where you, where it became more and more acceptable to be um, of mixed race, and we also live in a world where uh, it's not Caucasian and or uh, specific groups within the white community. It, it's it's more so you're labeled as white in general. So he's like, yo, I'm French Canadian, I'm, I'm whatever, I'm Turkish, I'm whatever else. Those things all just come together and being like, I am white and not what actual culture you are. So then when you get these senses, it becomes, well, I'm French, blah, 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 black and this, but I look white, I'm white. Yeah, so you're, you're saying when did that? When place. did that no, when did that that idea in people's head change from being like, "Oh, 
I'm white. And then if you look at my genetic history, I have all this within me to then people being very proud and being like, yo, I'm, I'm black. I'm Moroccan. I'm, I'm Caribbean. I'm this, this, this and white. And it's like, Oh word. Also your ancestors really got down with the slave trade and they just followed that line. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's a good, that's a good question. I don't know when that, when that moment came. I mean, it could have been something that they started whenever they started the, no, it wouldn't be census based. Uh, I think as soon as people started to feel like they weren't getting opportunities to say that they were something else, they were like, wait, wait, but hold up. I'm also, I'm also diverse, you know? <laughs> this map breaks down to, um, by the shade of blue, yeah. how white these states are. So Oregon's in the second rank. <laughs> Good job, Oregon. We're, we're, we're like, we're like borderline third, maybe third. You know, the funny thing is, all right, so what Yeah, you're right. What do you think is one of the more higher populations? I love people just coming up to the window, just staring in it. Are you, why are you knocking oh. on the window? Hello. We're, uh, huh? Oh, <laughs> uh, you have a question? Yeah, we're filming a show. We can't, we're, we can't talk yeah, to you. Uh, no. no. This is a radio show. We're live on the this radio is, right now. I'm not, <laughs> no, not in, not in the building. No, just don't. We're live on the radio right now. Just, just ignore. Just ignore. Yeah. Just, in fact, just sh shut the curtain. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Wait until yeah. she leaves. <laughs> now nah, you're good. She good. It, it okay, felt bad because her. literally that looked like a hipper version of Whoopi Goldberg, oh, and I was man, like, Yo, wow. you know what? Come on in. Let's sit down Respect and chat. Your elders. No, nah, that. Close See, that that's lady, an elder. That that's not an old head. That, that, that is, was an elder. It was definitely an elder versus an old head. <laughs> Um, I think we need to have a camera that faces that way. <laughs> uh, definitely. I mean, we could yeah, use this one. Yeah. Especially when we run outside and invite people in. You got to capture that moment. Yo, it's hilarious. Um, no, I, I, I think that this this very soon is going to become a problem because of the twenty three and Me effect, and I and I say that in the sense that a lot of people now have a distorted history of what their lineage is because that thing updates constantly. Like, I, I don't know if you, have you done 23andMe? Refuse. Right. Uh, it's not horrible besides finding out that the, the Mormon church has the highest da database of the genetic uh, history of people. And it's like, why? No, nothing against the Mormons in general. I ain't saying nothing like that. I'm just saying, why do you have the largest <laughs> database? <laughs> it's also a thing in space movies that there's also always their religion sits up here and makes the crazy rocket ship or does whatever else. So it's always a weird connection Mormons with science. And the movies? Is that? So it sits up here. I didn't even hear. I didn't no, even... It, was a, it was a variation. They're getting ready for another Yo. <laughs> In they gotta, space, they got to know what's uh, like. Oh, this is a this is a purebred dog. This is a purebred giraffe. This is a purebred black. This is a purebred. <laughs> is that Wesley Snipes? This is a purebred movie. Yeah, it's a purebred Japanese Pure. person. This is a purebred. <laughs> wow. Like all the designer dogs. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever met a black Mormon. 
There's a lot of uh, no, Pacific those are, Islander Tongan. Yeah, a, a bunch of people yeah. Pacific Islanders, but I never met any black ones. I feel like I met that, black witnesses. Jehovah's Witnesses. I, yeah, that's what I was literally gonna say. Yeah. I'm like, those are just called Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's almost uh, like Mormon people were like, "We made something for y'all instead." Here you yeah. go. Y'all, y'all go ahead and watch this tower real quick. <laughs> I don't even know what that's about, but I'm, I'm just gonna take a little bite. Oh man, what you know about watch towers? Nothing. Oh really? Mm -mm. Wow, that's okay. I've had some Jehovah Witnesses uh, friends. They were all black, and um, and then the people never came to the door and tried to give you like a magazine, a little bulletin. All right, this is messed up. I'm gonna tell a story real quick. Oh man, this is uh, about to get real. So we, so we had uh, uh, a friend named James Cotner. He was um, very Mormon, and uh, huh? You used his real name too. He ain't gonna watch this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but and then we had uh, my my homie Trevor. We called him Shovel Face. I just had to just had to put that out because I can never let him live that down, and that's yeah. just gonna echo on in eternity. His name was Shovel Faces. Face was shaped like a shovel. Wow. <laughs> uh, but you sound like you sound like you were like a real life version of of Hey Arnold. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we were. We also had a friend named Goo. Of his his mom literally called him Goo. It's great. He's a chef in Dubai right now. Oh okay. Yeah. Does he make punch? Uh, I don't know, but it's at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> He's a chef at the Cheesecake Factory in Dubai. So yeah, yeah, okay. It's it's crazy, like it's crazy high scale. Yeah, it's like going to like McDonald's in Japan. It's like this is way too ridiculously nice, but it's a restaurant that's a a chain, a chain franchise, yeah. whatever yeah. in Dubai. Anyways, getting back getting facing goo punch. Get, getting back getting back to the story. Uh, basically. We're all over uh, Shovel's house, and um, someone knocks at the door. And when they do it, uh, I believe I believe it was Goo recognized that it was like a, a either a Jehovah's Witness or um, a Mormon coming up to do the the com converting. And dude went butt naked to the door. Shovel did. No, Goo. Oh, Goo. Goo was all, all, uh, also very uh, very well situated to be able to handle that kind of going to a door butt naked. He had no worries. He's, he's, <laughs> he's an eccentric individual is what you're saying. Uh, no, he's hung like a donkey. Wow. I'm <laughs> trying to leave it where it was. I didn't know. I didn't Man. know. But anyways, uh, bro went, went up to the door and it was just hilarious. And we... We also like it was a weird thing that the the Jehovah's Witnesses and the Mormons would constantly come to our one boy's house, and another time, same situation kind of happened, and they were just like, like actually, let me tell you about Satan, and just went on and on, and it was it's awesome. You guys are malicious. Um, we were yo, we were young teenagers. We lived a wild life. I was I, a young teenager. Yeah, you ain't do nothing like that. No, because I remember some of the to st stories that we heard about you. Y young Ian. Yeah, but I was just a knucklehead. What? We just, you know, don't push your religion over here. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, anyways, census craziness. Dot dot dot. We all knew that that white people were not going to be the majority forever. So let's just. 
Hey, that that's you Dude, know I think that's how black people get their revenge. They that's why come. Proud Boys exist. Hey, yeah, they just they just. But isn't it kind of? Right, do you think it's kind of weird that like it to a certain degree? Once you uh, cohabitate with another race, that if you're black, it becomes lighter and lighter almost until a point that like you disappear. Yeah, it's, I mean, not to. This is gonna sound terrible, but I don't like corgis because I don't like the, the fact that if a corgi mates with another dog, it becomes a corgi. But then somebody said, but then somebody said they were like, wait, but that's black people. What? Yeah, if we, if you, if you have a child with mm -hmm. another person, that's their that child's skin is gonna be dark. Not necessarily. Not necessarily at all. Not not necessarily. It could, but it, but corgis, no matter what. So white, it's white people, no matter what. <laughs> oh, white so people that's are the corgis, the dog. Yeah. yeah, you know what? Here we go. We back. See, people said that about black people. It was been about whites the whole time. It, it's been about whites the whole time. You know why they also are? Because they're non-athletic. They oh, they can't man. jump. They can't rescue you from nothing. Like what? What is a corgi good for? Uh, they're they're herding dogs. They're actually really fast. They're not cute. They, they're not cute. Corgis are adorable. They're not adorable. Uh, yes, corgis are. are malicious, see, not nutritious. Mm -hmm. No, they I feel, are. I feel corgis are terrible. They're 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 a wiener dog mixed with a husky. No, they're they're a, they're a anything mixed with a any. They're a corgi mixed with a anything, but no, they're they're like herding dogs. They're for like uh, they're cattle dogs. They're for like, they nip at ankles. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not, bro. You're Your a whole liar. theory has just been destroyed. <laughs> Oh, is that, is that is that twenty three like, be for dogs? Like, the yeah, yeah. Twenty three panel. See, I feel like that that is just a lie. That is just straight up uh, a lie setup that isn't real. Like, hey, we got twenty three me for dogs. Uh, so your dog is. So then, how's twenty three me not a lie? He's ten percent corgi. Oh, ten percent. Yeah. The only reason I say twenty three and me probably isn't a lie because I sent in mine and my my I have the whitest of white names, and it came back being like. You are African, <laughs> but it even tells white people that they're it's African. Just, it is a uh, my mine's was like, you are you are very very African. Oh man, I mean I, I mean there's a, there's a part there's a part of it where they can look it up and they go okay he's black so let's talk about some black stuff and some black stuff and some black stuff, and then we'll get and then we'll dilute. We can go African or we can go, you know maybe you Portuguese or maybe you're whatever. Wasn't wasn't there a South Park episode about this? There's a or South like Park episode about everything. Where like Stan's dad has is like one percent indigenous, and he starts. Like, oh, he goes crazy over it. Yeah. <laughs> I I feel like that's the same thing within Twenty Three Me and, and people finding out that they're black. They're like, oh, I can say it now, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you can try. <laughs> you I, I I feel everyone should just have to say it in in front of uh. Uh, not Nelson Mandela. Who, who, who? No, they should. <laughs> no, no, no. I got it. I got it. Everyone should have to say it in front of Debo, if he was still here. R.I.P. Like, if you feel like you you have the right and comfortability within your DNA results and or your hood adjacentness, you have to say it in front of Debo, and you gotta put you gotta put my in front of it. You gotta be like my. Like, no, I'm not. He died. Bam. Yeah, he did, he did say R.P. Yeah, R.P. Debo, and and if not that, or whatever your uh, real name is, actually. the the 
the the super uh, crunchy black dude or not crunchy black. You gotta say it in front of crunchy black. You gotta say it in front of country black, country black. Uh, <laughs> no, you gotta you gotta say it in front of Wesley Snipes, the darkest individual of all time. Because Wesley Snipes will kick you in the head before you even get the rest of the word out. Wesley Snipes. You'd be like, man, and just right in the head. He'll he will blade you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody trying to ice skate it uphill. Anyways, next up, what we got? <sighs> Sorry to kill the mood on a more serious note. Um, we got to stop ending night. with serious stuff. We ain't even near the end. I mean, we are. But, okay, so, as we may know, uh, Taliban has officially taken over mm. Afghanistan. Their president fleed yesterday. Mm-hmm. And this is a really sad video of what? their people trying to get on the last U.S. Air Force plane as we leave. Yeah. This is them literally trying to get the yeah. Taliban as U.S. leaves their country. So, so this is actually this is a really big problem right now because uh, everybody, as the U.S. is leaving, um, all the all the residents of people who who live there are worried, I mean, rightfully so. Uh, so they're all trying to like, I guess the the U.S. has made it easier for some people to get asylum in America. Um, but this is going to be, it's going to be really, it's going to be exponentially bad, uh, for a while. So I guess Taliban is now, uh, what was it? Yeah. They're now in control. And and this is, uh, yeah. Didn't we like, isn't America slightly responsible for creating the Taliban? Probably. I mean, I I don't know. America's quite responsible for creating most. So, so we went in there to defeat Al Qaeda and the Taliban, were an kind of offshoot of Al Qaeda that were developed from us being in there in the first place. Yo, uh, it's it's just a cycle. It this is this is my thing. It's gonna be an always cycle. Yeah. Until we get to the point of having a real, and I do mean real, empowered with the military, United Nations, that can not only look out for the self-interest of certain certain countries or their best interest of their own country and we start realizing that this is we are a we're all connected we're all together like if 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 uh if china goes down we all go down like type thing like we're never gonna get to a good place agreed like i i i remember as a kid being like why 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 doesn't the president of America have a boss? Why why is it that he's he's basically the mayor or governor of the United States and we need a world president that or at least you know the United Nations like a, a group of people that can do what's in the best interest of serving all people and and stopping this like crazy dictatorship and everything else like I just can't it just Seeing that like literally almost made me cry. It's really sad. Like, yeah. I don't know how you feel about it. Like, I just seeing seeing people in other countries being stuck with things that are the results of America or uh, capitalism or whatever you want to say it makes me understand the super leftist people that are just like y'all are just going to ruin the world forever, and there's always going to people be people without, and there doesn't need to be. 
it makes you understand the super left people. Yeah, when they're when they when they say stuff like that and oh. then they get super radicalized and they're just like, yo, like down with all these things that make America great and you know, we need to start taking care of people and treating them actual actually like individuals and Yeah. It makes me get why they're out in the streets and why people go crazy over this stuff. Like it's just yo, dude, like I, I know that some of those people hung on to that plane. Until it took off. For sure. And and there were people who probably got ran over by the wheel. There are people who got, like, it's all. And that was in their best decision. Yeah. It's, that that was them. That that was them doing what they felt like was necessary that, in order for them to be alive. They, they did that. I can't remember what World War it was that parents were giving their children to U.S. soldiers to, to bring back to America because they knew that they were going to die. Yeah. And it was just a thing that's like, please take my children, just just take them over, like whatever happens to them, even if they get put in the foster care system for the rest of their life, it's better than being here. Yeah, it's sad. I listen to NPR uh, like all the time because I'm uh, I'm I'm, I'm I'm an old wash old head man. Um, but uh, I was actually I was listening to just that waxing this the dome. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and I was listening to that actually this morning, uh, them talking about the troops leaving and i think it's like one of the final one of the they they had to send troops over to get this to get the troops out yeah it's it's weird to me because we live in this world where we want to protect everybody and we want to make sure everyone gets the pursuit of happiness or whatever that may be to whatever group of people but yet we don't want to fight the battles that it takes to do that. So I get right wing people that are like, we have to go out there. We have to do this. We have to, we are the global police because we have the position to do so. But at the same time, I get how that's how we create more dictators. That's how we create more of these messed up systems that we don't fully fix, that we don't fully take care of. It's, it's like having kids and then just being like, yo, I'm gonna let the TV raise you. And it's just, I don't know. It's it's very tiring, but yeah. What we got next? Oh man, this is just getting worse. I can see it. <laughs> so, so we got some ended on the bad stuff. We got we got to do this early. Sorry guys. Um, okay, so it just gets us ready for grind your beans. Yeah, exactly. So this isn't any happier, but um, we have the two members of the Wu Tang Clan. Their family members were shot and killed in Northeast Portland. Yeah, so correct me if I'm wrong on the story. So what basically seems like what happened was, uh, and we can watch, we can look at the video. Uh, actually, the video doesn't really show much. Um, basically, there was the individuals were in a RV. Uh, I don't know if it was like a recording session or what, or if they're just hanging out, but they were in an RV. Someone came to the door knocking, either asking for like maybe a lighter or change, something along those lines. And when they opened up the door, uh, they busted through and just started shooting. And they went after the two members uh, that were, yeah. Uh, 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 Was it Murdoch and uh, can you see? 12 o'clock? 12 o'clock and uh, David Turner? Or Mur- Murdoch and uh, 12 o'clock, yeah, sorry. Uh, but yeah, it, and they're, they're a family of the Wu-Tang Clan. There's been a lot of stuff that's happened in Oregon with within the Wu-Tang Clan because of their family being out here like 
think it was uh, Rizzo Jizza came out directly from their Japan tour, did only one tour date for America that time around because they came to come see their family here in Portland. Oh, I had no idea. That's and cool. but this is this is one of those things that's gonna turn into this moment of the gang retaliation. If this what if this does have something to do with gangs, I'm not necessarily saying because it's the Wu Tang Clan or they're black that it does. Uh, it just seems like an execution shooting style um, within how the story is being told. But I mean, it's one of those things that like I would now understand if Wu Tang Clan never came out to Portland again. And yeah, I agree. And if they did, what would happen? So, yeah. It's just a sad story overall. How, how, what's your, what's your insight onto it? I mean, the, the, the gun violence and everything out here. I think I told you the other day I was in the shop getting ready for an event and I heard one, one pop and I just was like, dang, man, they shooting out here again. And I just kept doing what I was doing. I, I had the door open cause it was hot in the shop. Like I wasn't worried about anything. It's just, it, it sucks that overall. All these things are just there's so many shootings right now it's like and it's 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 almost like uh it's desensitized you know it's desensitizing and it's one of the things that's going to be growing pains as portland's expanding because it's the thing that uh gentrification of neighborhoods push out people into to harder circumstances which makes them have to resort to doing other things to be able to survive which then makes different problems within family structures. Like, you know, it just, we're going to have these issues because of this. A lot of people moving into Portland because there was economic promise within it. And now there's not. Um, And it's just, it's just rough and it's going to get worse before it gets better. But I know that they're going to use this opportunity to once again, plant the black community as the problem within this and this is why we have to treat the black community or have to over police these neighborhoods or have to do these certain x y and z's and it's like no you don't but you also made the situation that we're sitting in right now by dealing with it how you dealt with it mm-hmm. you uh you mind give hit me up with a quick of this water let me let me let me quench myself a little bit hydration dude it's so it's so hot in here that all the ice in there melted i, I didn't put that much ice in here I didn't put that much ice in because I was worried that it was going to make so much noise whenever we were pouring it. So it'd be like, <laughs> yeah, we got the, the noise that I just made, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> we got them. We got them good mics, though. Um, All right. What's uh, what's next up, Missa? So I was going to jump to songs about white. Mm. Then we have a. Uh, can we? Yeah, is there something you want to touch on? I was just, just real quick. We got seven minutes left. So, uh, well, actually, we got a little bit longer than that because we okay. did not start on the cool. on the dot. Uh, so, Marvel and DC mm-hmm. paid just five thousand dollars to the creator of a billion dollar box office titles. Um, so, tell me if I'm wrong, Miss. So basically, the situation is that the creator of the comic books, the writers, the artists that uh, are doing that made these stories are getting paid like fractions. Of, of a percent percentage mm-hmm. of the actual money that these movies are now making within the box office and within them being, you know, now Disneyland parks and theme amusement rides and so on and so forth. Yeah, it says, as profits continue to soar, creators of those stories have still been left with a handshake and the equivalent of just a few months worth of rent. That's whack. 
So I wanted to touch on this because I wanted to kind of tie this back into the situation that's going on with De La Soul and Tribe Called Quest. It's this weird thing that we now as a society, uh, and it's kind of always been a thing that someone sees a potential in something. And, and I think that this really speaks to you and your, your situation, that someone sees potential in you and sees the foreseeable future of what your brand or what this thing that you've done has. And they try to latch onto it. And usually by doing so, they they help you get to the next level, but then they take it from there. And they either maybe destroy the authenticity of what it once was or ends up in one of these situations where the world gets to know about it, the world loves the thing that you created, but then you don't get paid for it. Mm-hmm. Like... How what what are you kind of in the space of like within you know dead stock as a brand and everything else? I mean, there's there's things that you there's things that are within your control. Like you know, people ask me, do you want to open up another shop? I have meetings with people. They're possibly investors or people who own buildings or whatever, and they offer certain things, and it's up to me to decide whether or not I want to do it. There's that, but then there's also uh, you know, let's say somebody were to invest in invest in the shop and they say actually i've had these conversations somebody wanted to invest in dead stock and they wanted me to be the face of dead stock but they were going to take over the operation side mm-hmm. which means that that would dilute me uh and then their company would come in as my majority owners in pieces uh and by the time that stock grows to be whatever they expected it to grow to and they were telling me i was going to be cashing a you know the hefty check. Yeah, a, a quite large check. Um, I don't even know how much of that. Like, maybe I get the check once, mm-hmm. but they get the money forever, right? Same thing, right? Yeah. So it, it's, it's uh, fortunately, I'm in a position now where there are exa- examples. Bit my tongue. There are examples of things where we look at it and we say, ooh, I got to look out for that. Yeah. You know, like I got to watch out for this type of conversation, for this kind of like this kind of like language when we're talking to, when you talk to somebody about investment or yada, 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 you know, you got to look out, you got to, you realize there's like red flags or even like, or even like before the red flag where maybe you're like, hold on a second. I don't like the way that you, like I, I talked to one person who, you know, I was telling them about what I wanted to do when I was trying to build where the shop is now. And our conversation started out, oh man, I love what you're doing. I think what you're doing is amazing to you know if you ever need to meet with some investors let me know we can meet we can sit and and talk to them to i think that what we're working on is great and i'm looking forward to what we're about to do in the community and i'm like hold on and my answer was i don't know who we is but i will let you know if i'm ready to sit down with some investors right even then if i had agreed at that point there's a possibility and not to not going to mention any names but there are examples of this individual having these type of conversations with other people and then billing them later. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so when, you know, when you, when you think it's a friend doing a friend, a, a, you know, a solid or, you know, one business working together with another business to, to uplift each other, you know, you both get the uplift and then they go also, by the way, that, that lift up costs you X amount of dollars, you know? So, or I'm just going to take, you know, yeah, this check came in. I'm just going to take whatever. I'm going to take my percentage off yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. Let me be your manager. I'm not your manager. No. I thought that was a, a twist. To... It was. Oh, yeah. Let, let me be your manager. 
That's how fast they talk to you about it afterwards when they when they get you oh, locked in. It's like a medicine in. commercial. Yo. <laughs> Side effects may include diarrhea. Actually legible. It's kind of weird. Uh no, nah, I, I would just say within this that like looking and I, I would speak I would Man, speak to this with, angry. I, I yo, I'm kind of passionate about this. Uh I've had people that wanted to said that they wanted to invest in me, not necessarily like a specific brand. They're like, hey, yo, you happen to have a good track record with X, Y, and Z. We want to invest in you. And it's always a thing that is awkward to me. It's like, if you're going to invest in my success, that means you have to go through the failures with me. And a lot of people aren't willing to do that and so when I when I look at these companies that buy into these things that they're like, oh, word, there's potential here. They didn't pay for all the downfalls that you went through. They didn't pay for you eating top ramen or working 20 hour days like they didn't pay for that. And now that they're making billions of dollars in box office and movies of not only on your creation of like, hey, we have a character named Black Panther. This is the the basic outline of them but then they take directly from stories and they just put them in another medium that is more socially and easily accepted it's nuts to me it's 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 down it's downright like spitting in someone's face and i and i say that in the sense of looking at you looking at a couple of other people that i know that have done done some great work um that I'm like, if someone comes up and, and, and chooses to invest in you, what point did they did they choose? Did they choose when the newspaper article came out and said how great you were? Did they choose when they saw you in the, the coffee shop over here when you're first starting up? And what terms did they give you? And I look at that in the same way as De La Soul and the rest of these groups. They had to make it on their own to a certain level. And now that they made it to 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 them at that certain level, they they now are giving them a contract that at the end of the day leaves the artist or the person that had that idea or that spark with the least amount of dollars that it's going to end up in because they know the trajectory of a good thing. They don't know how to make a good thing, but they know how to bet on good things. Mm-hmm. And that is a thing that like I cannot stand. And I'm going to put that as my grind, my beans. People that jump on board once a ship is already taking off and set themselves up for the most success with the least amount of risk. I, I can't stand that. Uh, investors. Mm-mm, bad investors. Because there, there is people that are like, yo, I want to see you grow. I want a little bit. I want I want to give sure. you j- the the enough you need. You need hey yo, you need ten thousand dollars. I'm gonna give ten thousand dollars to you. I know you're gonna make two million at least. Just pay just just give me like ten plus five. Just just who who does that deal? Well, I mean, like in the sense of them being like they don't want a, a half a million dollars out of the two million dollars that they did because they knew you just need a little bit to get there that it's going to be a quick return back or they're like, oh, no, I'm in the long haul. And if they are in the long haul and they are doing that, some people just need money. 
but someone sometimes people need more than that mm-hmm. and i don't know it's just upsetting how you uh, feel um what's, what's your grinding beans um uh two things uh bad kids uh and what was the other one? Oh, um when people lead you to think that they're gonna do something and then they don't do it both things not tight i mean so, bad and bad kids is like so kid, what he's usually basically the kid is not a he's talking it's about not me. the it's not the kid no it's <laughs> not it's usually it's not the kid's fault but the but man i mean i've years and years and years of coaching and working with kids and stuff like that i'm just like sometimes i'll be especially when we did the go-kart camp because it was an overnight camp so they had to like, you did a go-kart camp yeah, i used to teach go-kart camp yeah and uh the kids had this to is stay. another thing we got yo dude can we just can can let's just forget the show let's not do it anymore let's just go and do a show adventures with Ronan rock and wheezy and we well, just go right. out and do just random stuff yeah and most more than likely i've probably done it and i might be randomly really good at it dude i'm ran, i'm randomly really good at go-karts but only the go-karts at uh bullwinkles that's not a go-kart that is that's a go-kart a, that's a that's a borderline bumper car it goes and it's a cart okay it's a go-kart i mean so All I gotta say is if, this: If you stand it, on the back of the shopping cart, then that's a go kart too. Hey, yo! I'll, I'll, all I'm saying is, in those particular go karts, I'm not saying any other ones, just those ones at Bullwinkles. I will dust you. All right, challenge accepted. You want to do a challenge of mini golf afterwards? Yeah, why not? Yo, can you know what we need to do? We need to get someone to sponsor this, not in the sense of us making money, so we can donate to charity. That's fine. Either way. Still gonna lose. So for, for those uh, badass kids you were talking about earlier. Yeah, uh, it'll be it'll be the charity will be called stop stop the bad kids. Uh, I, I'll think of something. No, okay. it's it's gonna be called being badass while whooping ass. Well, first of all, whooping ass whooping ass for the badass. If it has something to do with children, we probably shouldn't name it anything related to curse words. We should definitely that's name it something curse words. That's, that's how you would. That's how you entice the bad out of the kid. No. Yeah. No, I would say Quentin Tarantino is a beautiful human being. He probably was a great kid. He cursed a lot. Oh, also, I don't know if you know this. Quentin Tarantino re- rejects giving his parents, specifically his mother, any any of his fortune. Won't get her a house. Won't get her anything because she told him as a child that he sucked as a writer and that this wasn't gonna go anywhere. That's kind of well, funny. Well, she did. She did. She did everything she could to to stop him from being a writer and said he would never amount to anything oh yeah i wouldn't give her anything either then yeah he's like look i proved you wrong and you you know treated me actually hard. you know what but, i would you know what i would do i would give her the most mediocre things ever yeah, yeah i'll would, I would, I would give her like a condo but it'll be like a first floor condo on the corner next to the street dude it's, I, a, it's yours it's like i could get you sonic but i'm gonna get you burger king yeah I guess he helps her in working. Working is good. It's real good. He will help her in emergencies. Okay. Financially. Okay. I know <laughs> he's he's no. I I I honestly I like parents like that, and I kind of told my my kid that I was, or I told myself to my kid I was going to be their uh, antagonist in the story of their life. Yeah. That I I'm I'm going to push them to do dope stuff and get things going, and. Uh, I mean, I guess you could look at it that way. Maybe. Maybe if his mom weren't doing that, then he never would have had the drive to become what he is today. That's true. Exactly. That's true. Sometimes sometimes you need a Michael Jordan dad, and sometimes you need a Joe Jackson dad. And you got to decide what it is. Hey, yo, Joe Jackson wasn't going to let his kids do any singing or anything else. They had to prove that they wanted it bad enough 
and then he finally let him, but he did also beat the ass yeah, to get to to get to that point of excellence. And I, I don't know what's what's I hey, I ain't saying it's right, but I ain't necessarily saying it didn't make results. Oh my goodness. Everything makes results. <laughs> well the results is some of them want it. Every everything has an outcome. <laughs> am, am I am I getting a am I getting a dash on that one? Yeah, Lisa, you should. That... No, I was just ready for the next topic. All right, what, what's what, what's the last topic? What, so what we, we got? got black tea. Mm-hmm. So the internet is very upset that Lavar Burton will not be the next Jeopardy host permanently. I think he was doing like a guest spot. Yo, um, oh, they had him do an episode. Look, look yeah. how right he looks. It he looks, looks like he's supposed to be there. Yeah. Look at this man. His fit even matches the colors of Jeopardy. Yo. He he is a mo- modern day black Alex Trebek. It is it is what it is. Do you like, want to see who really is going to be the new host? Oh, is it, is it still oh. George Stephanopoulos? So he. <laughs> no, 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 no. Get him out of here. And that's not. But that's not even the guy who won all those days in a row. It's going to be the two of them. Oh, it's that's not. Oh, even, it's uh, homegirl from Big Bang yeah. Theory. All right, Blossom. I'm that's, not. That's that's legit. Blossom. Yeah, that's Blossom, yeah. bro. You didn't know that. That's the girl from Big Bang Theory. Is Blossom. Yeah, you yeah. didn't know that. Whoa! She's actually really cool. She's actually really cool. She's yeah, like she seems she seems pretty cool. Yo, I'm but I'm not mad at her, but Lavar Burden would be better. Mister well, Reading I, Rainbow himself, uh, well, Jordy LaForge. Why couldn't it be all of them? No, she's Blossom from the TV show Blossom with Joey. Whoa! That's all right. That that hurts my feelings, Sam. That's all right. But anyways, no, Lavar Burden within his. If not, they need to create his own TV show for him of this. I agree. This he should have a show. This is wild. Yeah. He look, he look hold on. Lavar's out here looking good. You looking good. You looking good. I'd yeah. take him more with the gray hair than I would with the black. He looking sharp as he yo, just, you know what he, he might just be? He looks very knowledgeable. He looks like he looks like he's like he looks like he's like he's lived some experiences mm-hmm. and he's excited to tell you about them. Yo, you know what I really want from from uh, Mr. Star Trek himself? I think they need to do a new Mr. Star Reading Trek. Rainbow himself. Mr. Reading Rainbow, and he was Jordy LaForge. He was a guy with the... But if I think about Star Trek, I don't think about LeVar Burton. I do, because he was from Next Generation. He was a, one of the only black characters on that show, besides Worf, which was an alien. I definitely I think of Reading Rainbow. Hey, that's great. Y'all, none of y'all nerds like me, and anyone that's a nerd. Reading like me. Rainbow is about being a nerd. No, it's about reading books. Oh, Just because you. Ner- oh my. All right, goodness. all right. You, so you're isolating reading books to being a nerd. I think. No, I'm, I'm Sam, isolating. I'm isolating knowledge. To being a that's nerd. That's not nerd. You can you can you can sit up here and know a lot and not be a nerd. I I think that reading Rainbow is about being yourself. Facts. Yo, Sam's right. You, you, you. Anyways, what, what I, what I wanted to say is they also need to uh, have him be a uh, a captain in Star Trek in a show. I would take it. I, I really would. I must say he needs, that he needs gonna, to become a red shirt. I'm gonna agree with you strictly because I just want to see black success but i've never seen star trek so i don't know i would also i would also like uh just him to be in more movies i feel like his i know he was in some but i don't feel like he's gotten his roses like he deserves he always plays like a really quick like a blip in a movie and you're like oh man lavar and Mm -hmm. then and then you don't see him for like six years yeah 
he he is he what out here shining clearly. But whatever he been doing, I'm I'm gonna say this. He is what Black Carlton should have been. What do you mean Black Carlton? Is there a White Carlton? Uh, when he is in country bars selling how much he was getting getting with white women. Yes, that's, no, that's White no, Carlton. That's Alfonso. <laughs> all right well i is that gonna is that gonna be it we have sounds about white next. oh what what sounds about white so let me just find it first there's gonna be a video but the arkansas republican governor uh asia asia hutchinson said he that he regrets signing a law that banned the local mask mandates as covid cases quickly rise yo i don't He's know like, man i should have did this I shouldn't have tried to save everybody as everybody getting unsaved. It is. I signed it for those reasons that our cases were at a low point. Everything has changed now. And yes, in hindsight, I wish uh, that had not become law. Uh, but it is the law, and the only chance we have is either to amend it or uh, for the courts to uh, say that it has an unconstitutional uh, Turn it up on the thing because you have it I low. I signed it for those reasons that our cases yep. were at a low point. Everything has changed now. And yes, yes in hindsight, I wish uh, that had not become law, uh, but it is the law, and the only chance we have is either to amend it or uh, for the courts to uh, say that it has an unconstitutional uh, foundation. I signed it for those reasons that our case is read. All right. Oh, 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 got it. So he 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 regrets that he signed a law banning mask mandates. Well, well, can't he go back and undo that? But that that's what they're saying is it's going to be a process that's going to take X amount of time to do it unless he uses, like, not executive power, but basically exec his executive authority. I mean, isn't it your job to make sure that uh, to, to ensure public safety? I just don't get why anybody would put these crazy, and I do mean that they're crazy, these crazy restrictions on situations of like either the mask or racial theory or anything else like that where it's like if you teach racial theory in these schools so this is one of the stories we were going to do today we, we talked about it last time we talked about it last time that was basically um it's like hey if you do this we're going to end up fining you five million dollars or whatever it was for any school that does this or we're going to take away your funding for x amount of xyz if you do this thing it's like why just just tell them not to do it if they not if they don't do it correctly then it's just deal with it in a more civilized manner than making some crazy law banning you from banning masks or whatever it is like i'm just i don't know you take it like they, they can't ban masks but they they can they can ban the mandate chill, of at chill, telling people that they have to wear masks well i mean they they schools can't ban masks but they can ban children's hairstyles or what they wear or you know isn't that ironic sounds about white mm, can't have dreads but you know what you can't have not dreads <laughs> only uh colonized history being taught oh. don't put those dreadlocks in your hair though we don't want to see anything natural from your side of the world i mean that sounds consistent with not with <laughs> with not Speaking but on that, or uh, uh, not allowing that, but hmm. America, Merck, not America, America. that Merck. Uh, all right, so thank you. And you can put it over on this one for a second. Thank you for listening to your morning drip. We do this every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 8 30 to 10 30, right here on yourmorningdrip.com, on Twitch, on the 
You a tubes and on uh ninety six point seven FM the numbers. You a tuba. Uh but make sure on all of our social media to like and follow. Um subscribe. You can join us on Patreon at yourmorningdrip.com. Become a member today. Uh if you wanna uh become an advertiser or a sponsor on this, you definitely can. We will be doing that soon. Also on yourmorningdrip.com. Um there's plenty of other stuff. I am running rock. Oh, this is my boy. Now it's back to me. Hey, it's your boy Weezy. Peace. Goodbye.